Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. When your life and your business grow as a result of what you're about to discover, please call me and tell me about it. The number to leave a voicemail is one 888 844-GROW. That's 1-888-844-4769. Long distance charges may apply. Dial now to call me, connect, share your personal story of how my interviews have helped, or share your current challenges and frustrations so I can connect you with an appropriate course, coach, or help you if you connect. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we are joined by Dr. Emily Latran. And Dr. Latran is a general dentist who owns two multi-specialty group practices in Southern California. A mother of three, the author of several books, Dr. Latran is also a, high, a certified high-performance coach dedicated to helping business professionals maximize their potential in their personal and business lives. She helps them streamline business and increase profits, winning back time from work so they can enjoy more time with their family, children, and pursue their passions. She's also the founder of nonprofit, the Emily Latran Foundation, dedicated to providing basic dental care to veterans and families of disadvantaged backgrounds in her monthly free dentistry day. I've asked Emily to join us here today so we can understand the key leverage points in our businesses and personal lives so we can all perform at a high level, plus be able to give back like her. So Emily, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Well, thank you so much for inviting me, Daryl. I am so honored to be on your podcast, and I'm excited to be able to share you know, the high-performance strategies and habits so every one of us can become a high performer and be the best version of ourselves every day in our lives. That's fantastic. What more could you want? That's all I want, right? (laughs) So now, before we get into that, though, how did you even get started in this? Like, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs and high-peak performers, or how did you get into this? What was your first exposure to business? Well, you know, I'm actually originally from Vietnam, so I was born during the Vietnam War, and my mother passed away when I was very young. When the Vietnam War ended, the communists took over, and I escaped from Vietnam with my aunt. They were drafting all the young men to go to war with Cambodia and China right after the Vietnam War ended with the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so I left my dad and my two, um, you know, my two siblings there, and I came to the U.S. at the age of 13. We survived you know, a trip on the ocean for seven days with mm-hmm. very little food and water, we live in a refugee camp. So when we came here to the United States, I really think my luggage, which is hope <laughs> and faith. Wow. And, wow. you know, because we, we just have clothes on our back. And yep. um, I think it was always a goal to, you know, finish school, get a job, be able to support the family. Because we've always lived in, a, in an extended family. And I don't know if you, if you know, you know, in those days, in the 80s, life is very difficult in Vietnam. So a lot of time when people are fortunate enough to end up in America or in Australia or in another country, we just want to kind of send things back home to help the family. So it, that, was, that was the mission. And I was fortunate enough one day just, I think I just picked up a book called, um, you know, one of Tony Robbins' book. I'm blanking out the name. <laughs> Okay. Oh, uh, maybe Awaken the, Awaken the Giant Within, was that it? That, that was one of the earlier ones. That's it, yeah. Awaken, because I'm, I'm trying to think of a couple of books. Yeah. Awaken the Giant Within, and I read the book, and I look at the references, and I started reading the references. Mm. And I think that's where I started reading more and more and learn more. 
And as I went on to finish my professional school and, you know, be in the, the public eye and help serve the patients and the community, there was that drive beyond the family, you know, beyond serving the family, which is mm-hmm. kind of bigger, helping yeah. the community. And I've just been very fortunate, just got placed in my path, certain influencers that I got exposed to and I follow. So I, you know, I, I'm able to work with people like my mentor, Sean Lecter, my coach, Brendan Bouchard, mm-hmm. several thought leaders and industry leaders in the, dense, in the dental industry, and then even in marketing. And so I think what happened with me is, you know, discovery by chance, mm-hmm. but the learning journey that followed that is very intentional because, you know, when, when you read one thing and then you say, hey, I want to know more about this, and you don't read on the surface, right? Like the kind of reading where you study and you pick up and you, you pick up pointers and you take notes, that kind of studying. And that's what I want to encourage everybody to do, you know, to look at things beyond just the surface, to approach life with more like a, like a curiosity, like a student, because mm. there's so much out there for us to learn and to improve ourselves every day. Yeah, I love that. I'm a big believer in a couple of things, like you just said. So one is daily focus. I'm a huge, huge believer in daily focus on things. Like if it's important to you, you don't just do it once a week. I mean, it's better to do it once a week than not at all. But things like right, the right. gym and that, like I, you know, eating well, you know, mental exercises, habits, routines. It's just, it's just hard. If, if it's daily, it's, it's tough for me to remember, like, did I do this two times this week, three times? How many times have I done it this week? But if it's every day, it suddenly it becomes really crystal clear. So I love that. Yeah. And the learning, and and the learning and you, part. You know, one of my, yeah, I was going to say that one of my favorite books is The Fly Edge. And I don't know if you read that book, but it basically say that in order to get that edge, you need to do a little bit every day. Every day. Right? Yeah. And the story it tells is that story of the bamboo, how the bamboo grow, right? Okay. And the thing is, because it's little things, it's easy to do, mm-hmm. but it's also easy not to do. Yeah. Because we think, oh, it's just a little thing, right? Like if you were exercising, you say, I, I want to lose so much, you know, so many pounds. So just come exercise 15 minutes a day. And yeah. But the day you're lazy, you just, oh, it's only 15 minutes, you know? Yeah. So we'll skip to the next day. And after a while, several 15 minutes will add up and you don't get to your goal. So even though it's the, the little things, it's easy to do and it's also easy not to do. And the main thing is to focus that, you know, we know that it's the little effort, the little hinges that swing big doors, that's what we need to do, is to be prepared, to be intentional, and do it every day. Yeah. You know, and just to expand on that and, and almost prove your point, so I'm pretty fit as an individual. People who know me, I've done a bunch of different, like, I'm into CrossFit, which is, you know, basically the sport of fitness, and they have an online competition mm-hmm. every year, and I've always, in the four years I've done it, I've always been in the top kind of 40 to 36% out of over 200,000 individuals. But for me, it's um, mm-hmm. it's just something, like I say, I do every day. But not only that, when you said 15 minutes, I, my workouts are typically really short. Like, people are shocked how short my workouts are. They're like 15 minutes to 20 minutes. A long workout is like a 24-minute workout or a 30 or 40-minute. That's a long workout. Right, They're short. Right. They're super short. But it's because it's there's focus, there's intent. You know, like if you do, like mm-hmm. a great example is if somebody does seven minutes of burpees, like you're done. Like I don't care who you are. If you do seven uh-huh. minutes of burpees and you push your, and you push yourself, like at the end you're done. Like you don't right. want to work out anymore. You just did burpees for seven minutes. That's a seven-minute workout. But can you do that every day? You know, can you do something right. intensely like that every day? So I just want to speak to that. And I also, just for the people listening, weight, weight loss is almost exclusively dietary related exercise is a terrible way uh, it just it's a terrible way to lose weight it's a great way to maintain your youth and your vitality and your energy levels and to strengthen mm-hmm. your bones and to even improve your brain function but right. diet is why everyone is obese and that's the food company i just want to put this because this is this is your interview but this is something important to me and that's in north in a lot of western countries corporations have taken over our foods and they're the ones that are making us sick and killing us. And there's more money in sick people than in healthy people. And so there's almost like a symbiotic relationship to our detriment between some of the health 
because there's no one's no one's really going to school to learn how to keep people from getting sick. They're going to school to learn how to do right, like how to do surgery and and uh, like I'll, you know like and like for all these specialties that deal with sickness versus trying to prevent them before they start. Right. So you know, so it's like it's no, like this meat what? grinder, but yeah. Go yeah, ahead. I totally agree with you because one part, one very important part of high performance is energy. You know, mm. you have to have the energy to maintain excellence, right? You have to have the energy to be able to do what you do well. You have to have the energy to, you know, be in your best, you know, be your best self from the morning to the night. And diet and exercise are part of that. And I think what I want to add is that, you know, if you do seven minutes and I do 10 minutes, you you shouldn't feel bad because it's your seven minutes, whatever you can put in, your intention, the intensity, right? So, so sometimes people want to compare. Oh, he exercises longer than me, you know, <laughs> or, right. or he does harder things than me. You're exercising for yourself. You don't necessarily need to compare from one person to another, to the other. Right. And that's the other part of high performance is that you're, you're focusing on yourself and you improve yourself and you be the, your best self. Then you can go out there and help other people. But it's, mm-hmm. it's not about comparing, you know, how many books did you write, you know, how, how much more fit that you are, how much money you have, you know, how much material, how many houses you have, how expensive are your cars. All of those things, when it comes to being the best person, none of those actually matter. It's all about you. It's all about your integrity, your congruence. It's all about your purpose, your mission, all of that. It's, yeah. it's all about the person, and that's where I like to focus uh, when I'm, you know, working with my clients. I, I feel like if, to boil it down, it would be about focus and intensity. Is really it? Like yeah. the focus mm-hmm. where where your focus is gone, and how intensely you're focused on it. You might be focused on your health, but you might not be intensely focused on it because you might show up and just be lazy about it. Right, or you may not right, be right. super, or you might go and be super intense, but you're not really focused on it. You just do it a couple times a week. Just using that example, but if you are focused and intense, you have the right. intensity, and intensity is an important thing. You know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to be too intense. I, I think intensity is a good thing. I mean, if if you're on game day and you're you know you're down by two points and you got to score a goal to win, you want to be as intense as it takes. Like you know, it's about the results at the end of the day. So. I think that I think that's a good point that you just made there, and it is. It's about yourself. If you're focused on other people, you you can't be you can't be as intense. Right. You can't really be focused on what you're doing. Right, and that's the part about what what I help people with is you know to maximize your potential. So it's very similar to your point of the intensity, right? So you don't just do it, you don't do it just to do it. <laughs> you do it at maximum capacity because that's what's going to give you the best result. The hard part of, you know, somebody who does peak performance is, oh, let's train for this event, whatever it is, and we peak, and then we just kind of go back down to the valley. With high performance, our focus is to stay up there, to maintain it at a heightened level. And that's why it takes every day. That's why we're calling it habits, because habits is a daily thing, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be, let's prepare for this, and then we, we finish that, and then we're done, and then next competition come up, let's prepare for it again. And so it's a mindset, it's a discipline, and, and, and it's always is self-focused, meaning you work on yourself first before you go look around and um, try to compare with other people. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's, you know, habits are so important. I'm think, trying to think of the Aristotle quote, but it was like, we are what we repeatedly do, therefore excellence is not, I forget how it goes, but there's, that's the, that's the quote, I forget how it goes. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. There we go. We are what we repeat mm-hmm. to do. Excellent yeah. then is not an act, but a habit. And that's, and part right. of that is being able to take something apart and focus on minor pieces of it and then put it back together again. You know, like whether it's right. your personal life or your business, if you have, say, for example, just doing something nice for your, for your partner, maybe you've got a daily habit of doing something for the people you care about. If it's a daily habit, sometimes you can stop and really think about it and take a look and Maybe you don't have to do anything for them that day, but just the thinking about it now has helped shape your understanding of the situation, which gives you greater insight into where things are going in the future of the trajectory. Like it's the whole measure twice, cut once thing. For example, maybe if we go with like a different sport, whether let's say maybe soccer, 
right? So if my habit is to practice soccer every day, by having that habit, maybe I'm not running intensely every day, maybe I'm not kicking intensely every day, but I'm practicing intensely every day where it's, it's planned practice, I've got a specific focus, and I'm breaking it mm -hmm. down where now I'm working on my kicking, my shots, now I'm working on my passing, now I'm working on running and kicking, now I'm working on running, passing to my other foot, and then kicking. Now, and now you're, like, you're, you're practicing all these different dynamics around the same focal point. And you can't do that without focused attention. So I love that. And again, and the time, the right. habit, the, the time to, to routinely think about it. That's the other part, too, is, you know, if you, every time you leave a building, you feel anxious because there's someone maybe at the reception or something that makes, you know, maybe there's someone you don't get along with. Even if you don't leave that building one day, because you do it Monday to Friday at 4 o'clock, you always feel anxious. Saturday, Sunday, you're going to feel anxious at 4 o'clock as well. And so that's where the habit part, you right. prime yourself. I love that. I love that. I love that. And for people to understand that they're in control of that, you know, mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. it's not going to be a plain game. I skipped doing this today because, you know, I have a call with Daryl or whatever, you know. Yep. And, yep. and because they, we need to own those habits. We create the habits, we own the habits, and, you know, try our best to keep accountability besides having a coach or, or an accountability partner helping us be on top of things. And because I think, I think a lot of times people talk about things, people say, I'm going to do this, and then you check in on them two weeks later and that they're not doing that, right? right so right. that's why it, it has to be highly focused, like what you say. And, and that's where I, when I talk to my client, they have to be very clear in, in what they want and why they want it. When you want something just because your friend has it, and then you hit a roadblock, you're going to be the first one giving up because it wasn't your goal to begin with. It was just right. to do that like your friend, right? But right. If, if you're doing it for yourself, then all of a sudden it, it's different. Sometimes I, um, I know I had this client one time and we were talking about diet and losing weight and, you know, I try this and I try that and my friend does this and that. And I just asked her, you know, she, do you think you should go on a diet for your daughter? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even about her, you know. It was because you need to be healthy and fit so you can take care of your daughter. And mm. and then it became her personal goal, right? It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't because I want to look better and go to a reunion or whatever. It was I want to feel better and I want to be more healthy for my daughter. So mm. so when people get real clear why they want certain things, then they tend to stick with that goal a whole mm. lot better, rather than just you know follow the trend, just doing it because their friends do it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, well, I know that's a very big piece of high performance because if you don't have the clarity, then sometimes you don't, you don't know where you're going, you don't know where to direct your energy, you don't know where to focus, and, um, and then you get distracted. Yeah. Well, a lot of times people are just doing stuff to do it or because somebody else did it. They just didn't stop and think it through. And, uh, right. you know, you can, right. you can do that with anything. And it's just we're so powerful as human beings. Like, we really are. We are so powerful. And, you know, every generation is kind of an improvement in learning and understanding and skills and ability. You know, like now we can run the four-minute four mile where years ago we couldn't. You know, it was impossible, we thought. Humans just couldn't move that fast. But it's, right. it's, it just takes the time and focus and attention to, like, to really get yourself behind it. Like, you are infinitely powerful beyond what you can believe, but... You're, it's almost like the universe, like everything's scattered across everywhere, and it takes some time and thinking and planning to pull the pieces together and focus it like a beam in one direction. And sometimes it's just we're so caught up in trying to pay bills and take care of people that we don't take the time to stop and think. But if you can connect to a deeper why, that is the most powerful motivator. Like commitment. Commitment is huge. Commitment, like are you interested or are you committed? And if you're only mm -hmm. interested, yeah. how do you become and, committed? Yeah. Yes. And I think the other part of that, which would help make it easier, is to have the support. So when you have a goal, you let people know why you want that goal, right? Why it's important to you. And then you'll be surprised that people just come out and support you. I, I share the story at my event where when I first went to the U.K., to do a talent event, I knew there was a lady there who has a global woman magazine. So I went there. The intention was to meet her, give her my book, and figure out how to get on her magazine. 
So I went over there, I met her, I gave her the book. When I came back to the U.S., I invited her to be on my web radio show. I did that for about 18 months. I invited her on the show, and then after that, she put me in a magazine because I, I told her I wanted to get my story out, right, to share. And, and then when she came to the U.S. to do a documentary, I invited her to come to my meetup and speak. And then she invited me to go back to the U.K. to speak at her conference. It's called Migrant Women Conference. So now I get the chance to be on stage and to share with, I think there were 50 women and they come all over Europe, you know. And, and then when she came back to the U.S. to do an event, I was on stage. I was interviewed by a, um, by a doctor who's a Ph.D. who runs a magazine for, it's called See Beyond Magazine. So it's, it's about, it's for young people so they can kind of see beyond whatever trouble they have, you know, challenges. There's more to life than whatever you're seeing. And after she interviewed me on stage, she put me on the cover story of her magazine. Yeah, and my point of sharing the story is because I put it out there. You know what? I want to share the story. I think my story is important. I want to let people know that you could be busy. You could have kids, but you don't have to put anything on hold. You know what I mean? You, you, can, prioritize, you can prioritize it right where you, you actually get things done. And, and a lot of time it's because you're saying no to some of the stuff that you, you should not say yes to. And because mm. of that, people invite me on stage and people say, hey, come and speak here and speak there. So then all of a sudden, I'm, it seems like I'm all over the place, right? I, right this right. year, I got, I got to go to Australia to speak. I went to Barbados. I went to India. And all of that is because I put it out there. I want to share my story. I know I'm going to bring value. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, to treat people nice and to talk to them nicely and, and um, to basically present yourself to them where they can see that you can help them, right? Like you can mm-hmm. help them put value mm-hmm. to their conference. And I think that is, is very, very important. That's how you get the support. You know, you don't want to be the best kept secret. You want mm-hmm. to put your message out there. You want to share. And so, sometimes that takes a lot of courage, <laughs> which, is, which is another part of high performance. You know, mm-hmm. so, so you, develop, you have to develop that courage to go out there and to share. And then you have to think bigger because it's not about you, right? If I go out there and I share my story, it's not about me. It's about the working mom. It's about the professional who are struggling sometimes with the stress of running a business mm-hmm. and the overhead and the staff and the community and then go home and be a, a, parent, <laughs> a parent and a spouse. Mm-hmm. So sharing that so people can understand where to find the strength, where to get the support, where to get the training, where to get the resources. And I think that's one of the reasons why I could accelerate my career so fast. And that's one of the reasons why people introduced me to you, you know, because I'm always about, hey, I need to be sharing my story. And then pretty soon I got introduced to you. And it's because of that. It's because they know that I'm always wanting to get out there to share. Mm. So what are some of the greatest mistakes you see your clients and other entrepreneurs making? Well, you know, we all go through a learning journey. Nobody's perfect. So I think some of the mistakes that, that a lot of us make, the, the very first one is don't have enough clarity, which is knowing exactly what's important to us. And the thing is, what, what's important to you today, it may not be the same of, of the same importance in six months, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so the very yeah. first thing we want to do is we, we want to have that big goal. Like if you say, for example, I want to be financially free in 10 years then your goal every year is going to be a little bit different, but the big goal is to be financially free. So it could be accumulating assets, right? Mm -hmm. It could be leveraging people's time and money, right? It could be using resources, using technology to be able to do things faster, better than other people. But all of those Mm -hmm. things is going toward, you know, financially free. And what happens is people have uh, (laughs) encountered what I call weapons of mass distraction, right? <laughs> it, it's your Facebook, yeah. your, <laughs> your Facebook messenger. You know, it, it's really funny. I was, I was in a coaching session with one of my, uh, my friends because when we, in training, we coach each other. And I remember she said, well, I have this distraction. She owns several restaurants and she's always flying around, you know, taking care of her restaurants. And, and she said, you know, and I'm tired. And I said, well, what do you do on the plane while you're flying? Why don't you try to take a 
just, you know, get some sleep. And right. she said, I can't because I'm on the plane. I'm watching Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm asking her all these questions so she can get very clear that, you know, Netflix is not important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the end of our coaching call, I said, so what, what is the next step that you're going to do? She pulled out her phone and she deleted the Netflix app. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. There's, there's major yes. competition for our attention right now. And there's people, I'm, I'm in Vietnam. I'm actually in Vietnam right now at the time of this call. You're in uh-huh. California. But one of the things that I did when I was here is I, I had a data plan on my phone and it ran out and I just didn't renew it. And it was so uh-huh. liberating for me to like, when I don't <laughs> like, like to not have internet with me everywhere I went because now... Like when I'm, you know, if I'm at dinner with people, I'm at dinner with them. If I'm walking with my family, I'm walking with my family. Like it was really liberating because now I can't do anything. And things would come up and be like, oh, I should go on my phone for that. Oh, I'll I'll do it when I get home. You know, and I would do it when I got home. But it was like, it was just, it's just, yeah. 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 One one of uh, of the other um, uh, mentor I learned from, Dan Kennedy, he's super, super focused. And he's always about being productive and guarding your time. Mm. So I remember him specifically saying, when the phone rings, who says you have to answer? Yeah. Yeah, who's in control? And we're all, control? There, the right? we're all sitting there going, what? Because <laughs> you know? yeah. we all answer the phone, right? We all yeah. jump to the phone and we think we have to answer it. But if you're in the middle of something that you need to do, you need to ignore that phone. And that's when you have to, you have to plan and you strategize your day, and if you want to have an hour where you, you're going to let people bug you, leave that hour and you tell your staff, okay, you have a question, that's, that's the time to go ask me. But other yeah. than that, don't ask me, you know, don't, yeah. don't go and disrupt what I'm doing. And yeah. so you have to guard your time, right? So you, you got to be real clear with, with your goals. You have to be super focused with your time. So you, you plan your vacation. You plan, if you say you're going to write a blog every month, I, I don't let my clients say I'm going to write a blog every month. It would be like, it would be more like, I'm going to write a blog on the first Monday from two to three. Yep. When it's that specific, the blog will be written. Otherwise, yep. it's going to be the fourth week and, and there's no blog, right? So, so put that on the calendar. Be strategic about it. Say no. Learn to say no. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I'll tell you, some of us women would, kids, especially when you have younger kids, sometimes we, we like to be similar to the other moms, right? Mm. So we're going to be in school volunteering our time. We, we're going to be the best mom, so we're, gonna, we're always going to be the one bringing snacks and doing all these things for the classroom. When my kids were growing up, I told them, uh, you're not going to be in any sport. Because <laughs> right. I do not want to spend the time driving you around. That's right. like my selfish reason. Right, I already have multiple practices that I'm running. I don't want to have to deal with taking you. Now I can hire somebody to do that, but I don't want to do it because I want to do right. it for my kids. So I say, right. well, you're not going to particip- participate in any sports. You're only going to go to taekwondo, and it was four times a week, but it was after school. I mean, it was like evening. So when when I get out of work, and mm-hmm. um, and they did that all the way until a black belt. So they they were in that program several years. But mm-hmm. my, my point here is they're doing it on my terms because yeah. that's the time that I can spend for them. Right. And a lot of moms or, or working parents, right, we give away the time. Of course, our kids, I mean, you take care of our kids, but then they put the time into all of these other activities that are great for the kids, and then they complain, and then they yeah. stress. Yeah. And, and so you need to know what's most important to you and when should you get stressed, but I, I still got kids going to Taekwondo four times a day, I mean four times a week, but it's in the evening. Mm-hmm. I don't have to drive them because uh, we're a block and a half away from the school. Right. And then when they got into high school, when they were bigger, then yes, now you can be in, in you know, in whatever competition sport. Yeah, because in the, in the high school, they go further, and then they get into the bus, you know, and, and they go like that. So I don't have to drive them. But as a kid, they usually have the parents drive the kids, you know, the, the younger ones. Well, there's, so, there's kind of a culture so I, in North America of, like, over-babying your kids. I just don't know what that, where that comes from. I think it maybe <laughs> – it comes from wanting to be good parents, perhaps. Like, I don't want to say anything – all I'm going to say is 
you know, I've, I've seen firsthand two different dichotomies where I was treated one way and others, was tr others were treated different ways. And I think it was to the detriment in terms of, like, like being independent and self-sufficient. I've just seen that in, mm -hmm. in people I grew up with and stuff. Like, you know, some parents want to do everything for their kid, and that's great. But then when you're not there, the child can't do it for themselves. You know, and it's this, it's a yes. scary yin yang of being able to let go enough, but also yes. like you know, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think what what's most important for us to teach our kids or the younger generation, or if you were you know coaching a younger person, or you have younger brothers or sisters, it's more about teaching them the values mm -hmm. and the integrity, right? Because if they understand mm -hmm. the values, like if one of your value is to be independent right? To know yourself, right? To not relying on each other, like, you know, taking, taking advantage of other people, for example, right? If that's your value, you're not going to try to get help when you know you can do things, you know? You're not, you're not going to count on your parent all the time. Like, if a little kid learned to tie the shoe, for example, and the little kid learned to cross the street, for example, then that's going to become an adult that will try new things, Yep. You know, they'll be able to take care of themselves. But it's the one that, you know, like you say, that the parent is always there with them. I still remember my kid going to Taekwondo uh, one time. It, it was kind of funny because it was a competition day. And, and so I was there, right, for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And my kid was trying to put on, I don't know if you know those pads where you do in yeah, Taekwondo. Yeah, 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 you put yeah, the pads yeah, in the yeah, chest, yeah. And, you know, like to for protect. Protective gear, so he came yeah. over and he wanted me to help him. Yeah, he wanted me to help him, and I'm just sitting there looking at him, and I said, no. I said, normally you do it yourself, so I'm not helping you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think he was and, a little disappointed. But anyway, well, it's tough when love. He, when he it's tough love. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, he went on the floor. One of the mom behind me, and she said, you know, I've been watching you. <laughs> you know, and she said, you don't help your kids. And I looked yeah. at the lady, and I said, well, they've been doing it themselves. So if I'm here, I'm just here to watch. I don't have to help them, right? Yeah. And it's not, like you say, tough love, but it's just like you got, if you, that's how you instill the value, right? Yeah. Um, no, and what's, and what's important. You have, to be careful. you have to be careful how you get conditioned. I'm sorry, sorry for interrupt, but you really do have to be careful how you get conditioned. Like Jim Rohn has this great quote, beware mm -hmm. who you become in pursuit of what you want. And I can see that now with my daughter already. My daughter just turned right. two months at the time of this recording a couple of days ago. And with her mom, like, she, she, like, wants her mom to hold her. And I know that kids go through, like, uh, phases. The, like, the, we've read this book, The Wonder Weeks. And they're right, right, right. Like, gross. And so the child needs the affection and attention from the mom. But sometimes the mom will be and be like, here, hold the baby. I'm like, why? Just put the baby down, like, with a toy. You know? And she's like, well, she'll cry. And I'm like, so then she gives me the baby, and then I put the baby down with the toy, and then the baby's fine with the toy. And it's funny because already, already at nine months, I can see that when I'm alone with my daughter, she behaves and has a different level of expectation than when she's with her mom. Like if it's just me and her and mom's gone to the gym or something, like we can sit and watch some music videos and read some books together and stuff, and she'll just like sit and kind of do her own thing, and I'm here, and if she wants to read a book together, we read the book together. But she typically can like, she's more independent when it's just me and her. But as soon as mom comes around, she's got to have mom, she's got to be at mom. Like, and it's just it's funny, and it's, I can see how she's conditioning. Like it is, it's conditioning. In the beginning, right. mom, of course, always needs to be there. But it's, again, it's like that whole... Like, what you're saying, like, it was really foreign because probably for some women, they've been conditioned since the child was born to, like, to come every time the child cries. But for me, sometimes, I'm like, I know you're crying, but you got to do it on your own. Like, you know, you got to do it on your own sport. My daughter's nine months. She's going to be walking by nine and a half months already because I encourage her to do things. I encourage her to do things. Like, do do it. Like, stand, stand. You got it. I got I'm right here. You know, stand. I got you. You know, let's, let's take some steps. I got your fingers, you know, like, working with that. But I just... um. Anyway, I just want to say you have to be careful because it's a slippery slope of conditioning. And not only just with uh, your yes, kids, but with your coworkers or business partners. And Exactly. And, you know, and some adults, they self-condition, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They already tell themselves, you know, if I do that, these are the risks, and I don't want to take any risks. And then yeah. talk to business owners who know where the bottlenecks are, but they don't want to deal with it. Okay. They know they need to fire somebody, but they hold on to the person and then they bitch about it, right? And, but it's, it's all about, you know, I want that safety. 
I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to love me. And, you, you know, like, like you need it from other people, but you don't. What you need is you want your congruence. You want your values. You want your peace of mind. And your peace of mind sometimes may come at a price, right? Yep. <laughs> right? Like, yep. like, like having the people around you who actually support you and just letting go of the people who don't support you. And I think just like what you say from the little kid, right? The little mm-hmm. kid wants, you know, the support from mom or dad and, and expects certain things. As an adult, if we are that kid and we grow up to be an adult and we have expectations, but now as an adult, sometimes it's unrealistic and we know it. Like little kids, they can have unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations because I don't know better, right? Mm-hmm. But as adults, you have, you, sometimes you have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. And the only way to know that it's unrealistic is to be out there to join groups like masterminds, right? Maybe to work with a coach or mentor so you can see a different perspective. And then you know that, you know, whatever heck I'm afraid of, that so-and-so-and-so, they're, they're doing it. So mm-hmm. I should be able to do it. So mm-hmm. what, one of the things that I teach at my event is called Action to Win. And action stands for communication, trust, investment, open-mindedness, and never give up. And so open-mindedness is a very big part, you know, to look out there, to look for resources, to understand that you don't have to do everything yourself. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can do it. And doing, you know, little steps. You try things for the first time. To keep it open-minded where you say, you know what, I'm going to try it. I may fall, but I'll get it up, and, mm-hmm. and I'll get to where I need to be. And well, I think well, sometimes that's missing in some of our entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. And what was the acronym again? It's ACTION. So ACTION uh, stands for Appreciation, Communication, uh, Trust, Investment, Open-Mindedness, and Never Give Up. And that's really mm-hmm. what I use to build my business for the past 20, 23 years, you know, you have, you show appreciation for your staff, for your customers. So in my case, it would be for my patients. You have open communication. You, you learn how to communicate, right? But for some reason, we think that we're in the business, so we know how to communicate. Sometimes we don't, <laughs> you know. And, and if you communicate right and you know how to do persuasion, then you can get your customer, your client to say yes to you. Investment, you know. People think that once they have a business, they need to drive a big car, they need to live in a big house. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, you know, take your team to training. Take yourself to courses. Have a coach, have a mentor. Own your own building, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't rent your business suite forever. And yeah. you look at it and you've been paying rent for like a million dollars, <laughs> a million yep. dollars. Um, yep. Investing in assets like that, trust. It's so hard for people to let go, like you said earlier, you know, because you don't trust the person, right? Mm-hmm. Like the parent think the kid's going to get hurt. Well, you got to trust the kid to grow up. If you're, if you, you're away and your employee is there, you got to trust your employee to be able to do what you expect them to do if you've done the proper training. If you haven't done the training, that's a totally different, different story, right? So you got to trust. And then... You know, open-mindedness. We just touch on that and never give up. The, not everybody has the same journey, so sometimes people would tend to give up. Share story. Let them know. You know, I know so-and-so who's similar to you. Give them the analogy. Right? <laughs> uh, you know, similar to you, and they overcome this. You know, I used to be in your shoes, and I overcome this. All of those things, when you put it into... It's, it's kind of like the hard part of your business because it's not just about systems. You know, people like to say, okay, it's all systems, management of systems. Yes. But there's a component, the human component, and you got to be able to work with that you to inspire them and help train them with all the high-performance habits. And then you have a complete system because the systems are of manuals and, and documentations and things like that, it, yeah, it's, it's there as an asset of the business, but it's... Yeah. yeah. It's like a book. The book you don't read so will help you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But then even if you have a, a book or a manual, sometimes people read it and they interpret it differently. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to be very... 
that's why you have to have that open communication and you have to understand how people are. I mean, sometimes I have a conversation with my client, they would describe a scenario and I'm thinking, you totally missed the point. Because right. if your employee say that, this is, I think this is what she wants, right? And then you go over here and you think this is, that the other thing is what the employee wants. Like people say, most, people, uh, most employees leave a job because they don't have the appreciation and the recognition, right? Mm-hmm. If you ask most bosses, they're going to think it's about money. Yeah. They think it's about money and benefits. And so yeah. they try to compete based on money and benefits. You know, oh, yeah, she went to a bigger company and she, she got a bigger package. And sometimes when you interview the employee at the exit interview, it could be something like he never said thank you. He never yeah. remembered my birthday. You know, like those kind of things that make you a person, right, or, or a likable person. And it's really, those are the things that make you unique mm-hmm. because, you know, if anybody can pay whatever amount. But I mm-hmm. think what can distinguish you with another person is how how you treat your employee, your customer, how you act as a person, right? And that's what they like. That's what they come back to. Because in this day and age, just about everything is a commodity. Everything. And what distinguishes you with somebody else is going to be you, the person. Mm. And people crave recognition more than money. That's a big thing, you know. Like, you have to pay enough, but they crave recognition. That's where recently uh, my girlfriend with her team, she's got someone that's been doing an amazing job. And I said, we need to find out what she really wants. Is it a trip? Is it a new phone or something? Like, what, how do we reward her and make sure she knows that she's being recognized for her hard work? Because she already got a raise a while ago, and it's like, we could give her another raise, but that won't, it won't stand out to her as recognition for her hard work and effort. So we're going to get her a new phone. And it's like, by getting her a right. phone, like, she will feel so valued and appreciated. And not only that, but it will be a daily reminder to her of us and that we appreciate her, you know, and that's a really powerful way to make someone feel loved and cared for, you know, and as a retention tool, that's phenomenal. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I, um, when I do birth, uh, not birth, Christmas parties, right. I would have my staff bring their family and I would find out who has how many kids and their age. Mm -hmm. And I would go and buy the biggest toy box. Right, because I'm all about, you know, impressing people. <laughs> so, so if they have a five-year-old and a nine-year-old, I'm going to go find the, you know, whatever toy that is appropriate for the five-year-old, but like a big toy, right, like a big box. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be walking into this party lugging all these big boxes, right? right? And, of course, the kids are going to be happy. So halfway through the party, all, of, all these little people open the boxes and they start playing with the toys, right? While yeah, we're still yeah. sitting there eating or chatting, but... What I'm trying to communicate with them is I appreciate you, so I yeah. care for the people that you care for, right? Yeah. I could give them $200, and that $200 will yeah, buy give them a check. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The $200 will buy those gifts. But right. it's different when I take the $200 and go buy the gift for the kids. Yeah, That's, yeah. Like getting somebody yeah. a gift certificate isn't as nice as like, hey, I thought of you, and I got this for you. You know, and here's the receipt right. if you don't like it, so you can go get the money and get something different. But just know I take <laughs> I know. the time and the energy, to, you know, to go there and pick this out because I care. It just says so much. It says so yeah, much. Yeah. Yes, it's so funny because my kids are that younger. They all know that mom hates gift certificates, right? And they would tell mm. me, okay, it's Nicole's birthday, and Nicole specifically saying she wants a gift card. <laughs> and that's the only way... That's the only way to get me to go buy a gift card. Otherwise, I would right. say, okay, we're going to the mall, and you have an hour to listen to Nicole. And they that's have so to kind nice. of think about, you know, what Nicole would like. But that's, I think that's the part that is missing. And, you know, that, but see, that's the part that when we talk about, we talk about high performance. Mm. And we talk about having the courage to communicate, right, to open up to let people know. We talk about persuasion, how to get people to like you, to agree with you, so they can buy from you, for example. We talk about psychology, right? All of that goes into how you run the business, how you create a relationship, how you let, get people to like you. All of that it makes a complete person. And I think, I 
think all of us, we just, you know, whatever we do every day, we just need to put a little bit more emotion into it. We need to put a little bit more thought into it so we can like each other <laughs> and we can appreciate each other. That's what's going to make a difference in life. Yeah. Right? It's not about yeah. I can do this faster for you and I have this bigger machine or this technology. It's not about that because you can nowadays you can do almost anything. You know, pretty soon we're gonna have a little robot and quitting uh, <laughs> you yeah. everywhere. But it's it's not the experience that you bring with your personal thoughts, and your, your consideration, and and you're tr- always trying to show appreciation. That's what's gonna make you stand out as a person and as a business owner and as an entrepreneur. Even if you are just writing emails and you're just doing online, you know, you're in the online uh, marketing or you know. You're selling things online. Your email can still communicate the emotion. The way you send the thing to people can still give them that feeling that you care. Yeah. I actually, I used to always use in Japan, they use these things called cow emoji, which are like, we do smiley face emojis type thing. But in Japan, they've got kind Uh of a little more like uh, dynamic ones. And I've been using those before emojis even were a thing just to try to get more emotion Mm -hmm. and and, you know, just to communicate clear, because people tend to read text as negative only. And what I love about your message so far is that it's been really, like, very practical. And it's not do this tactic and get these amazing results. It's you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your energy. You have to be committed about what you're doing. You have to have a support network to help you with what you're doing. You have to have clarity around why you're doing what you're doing. You have to guard your time and make sure that you're giving yourself, right, you're, you're fighting off the distractions. You have to be specific about the results that you want to get. And then we kind of walk through about how we treat people and why you treat people that way. And it's like if you manage yourself and your time and your life like this, and if you treat other people like this, as we've talked about, you know, it makes room for a, a whole bunch of different tactics to work. You know what I mean? Like, if it doesn't matter if you do an email or phone sales or face-to-face selling or any of this. If you follow what we've talked about in this call so far, you are set up for success no matter what the channel or the medium. I know you, yeah. you mentioned under Dan Kennedy, and he used to always say, like, the tactics frequently change. The strategies sometimes change, but the principles never change. And I feel like what we talked about today is, you know, we talked about that principle of, even with your kids, like, you know, encouraging, because we we're all intrinsically lazy, right, for the most part. We have to out-train that. For, we never want to do the extra work. When was the last time you got into a building and was like, I'm going to take the 10 flights of stairs instead of the elevator because it's harder. <laughs> like, we never do that, right? right? You never do that because right. we, want, we want the shortcuts. We want to be smart and efficient and all that stuff. But I feel like, again, what yeah. we talked about here are really just about the, the building blocks of having effective days. And if you stack enough effective, successful days on top of each other, that's what leads to a successful life versus the opposite. You know, everybody wants health, yeah. wealth, love, relationships, and to survive and thrive. And I think that this is a yes, really Yes, and, and you know, that. my coach, Brendan Bouchard, he says that common knowledge is not common practice. No, um, yeah. You know, I, I don't think we said anything really brand new. <laughs> yep. but, but I bet you that if somebody's taking notes... They probably would say, yeah, I know that. I don't do it. I know this. I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I know this. I forgot to, you know, I forgot to revisit it. And and that's the hard part in high performance. It, yeah. The doing it, the being intentional, the keeping up with it. Right? Yeah. So today you're intentional. Tomorrow you're not. And then the next day you're intentional. Well, chances are you're not going to progress as fast as somebody who's always intentional. Right. So that's the power of being focused, that's the power of being intentional, and that's the power of having uh, a driven goal. And it's your goal, it's not the goal that, you know, I want to be like Daryl, or I want to be like that lady, and, you know, and it's the goal that is influenced by other people. So that's what I would encourage everybody to think, to visit with yourself, make an appointment with yourself, decide with clarity what's most important to you, what are your values, what would you not compromise, Mm-hmm. The whole world know that that's that's you. That's you're about all of those things, and then you'd be surprised that people will come and support you. Let's say you put out a blog, and people will help share it. You're on stage, and people will, you know, invite you to go on another stage because they can see that passion in you. And you can. It's a lot easier to be passionate when you're incongruent. You know, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're saying things that you don't believe in, right? People, yeah. people can see that through you. And sometimes I think, I think sometimes that's what's missing when I'm talking to clients. They say, well, I'm going to do this. And then when you ask them more questions, it's actually not what they want. Yeah, they're just going to yeah, do yeah. it because that's what they heard. And then they wonder why they're not getting the results, results that they, they want. I love that. The magic is in the doing, for sure. And I think that that's really mm-hmm. what people struggle with, and that it's in the doing. It's in, there's no easy button. And it's, it's a journey thing, you know. That's, you have to embrace the grind and appreciate it and know that that's like we live in a physical world. This is a physical world that we live in. There's physical trees. There's physical water. There's, like, you are a physical entity, so you physically have to do stuff. And especially now that we have so much computers and stuff, People can get lost and think, oh, I can just scroll and click buttons and one click. Where's the one click button for business success? You know, like all these one click games that you have on your phone, right? I just press this one button over and over again to make my character jump while everything else works. And it's just, you have to, it's in the doing. It's in the doing. I think you really said that well. Yeah. Virtue is doing the common uncommonly well. Yes. You're going to do everything so well so that people will talk about it. Right? That's what Disney says. And a lot of time, you will only do that if you have that true passion, if it's incongruent with who you are, and if it's the thing that you actually value, and that's where you push yourself forward so much. And I think, I think what, I, what I like for everybody who, who's listening to this is to just make sure that you know what you want. You know, go, go talk to yourself first. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Have that conversation. Decide on that. And tell yourself, you know, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I want to be up to the potential, the God-given potential. It's not mm-hmm. with my competitor down the street or the guy online that I'm trying to beat. It's about you. I have a, a friend in the mastermind group, and he was talking about, you know, so he, he runs a, um, he, he runs a uh, car dealer. And then he has these um, domain names, right, that mm-hmm. other big, big dealers want to buy is because of the domain. And he was describing all this, and we're all sitting there listening to him, and we, we just asked him, are you happy? And he said no. And so we said, oh, so then our advice is really easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, get out, just get out of the business. Because even yeah. though you've been doing it for a long time, and at the point where now you know that you're not happy because maybe it doesn't resonate with you more you have the courage to walk away from it to sell it but you can start on something new something maybe you're afraid of that you've never done but it's going to make you happier and sometimes we have to make those decisions so that's why i say we need to be congruent with ourselves like if you're doing something that you're not happy with now if you actually need to work on it because maybe you're not quite competent and you get the help, you, need, you get the coach, the consultant, the mentor to help you overcome that. But, may, but if it's not the right thing for you, then, then it's time to just say, okay, I'm going to walk away and I'm going to do something else. I'm going to put my passion and my energy somewhere else. And that's why I think we need, we need to understand ourselves first and, mm-hmm. and stop looking outside for other inspiration, <laughs> other, inspiration mm-hmm. other goals to, to chase. It's, it starts with you. And I think when you can do that with yourself, then you can teach that to your kids, right? Mm. Because you can be the inspiration for your kid. You can be the role model for your kid. Mm-hmm. You, you can create the legacy for your kid. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and I think that is so valuable, and I think it's kind of missing. It's kind of mm-hmm. missing in when, when I talk to clients, when I look around, when people just want to, let me just do this quick, let me just make the money, and, you know, get the fame, and then, but then the next step is, I don't know where they're going, and they don't look happy, they don't seem to be happy, and then you have somebody like me, I'm, I'm pretty busy, I'm doing a, a bunch of things, but if you ask me why I'm doing it, I'll give it to you in a split second, I know exactly why I'm doing certain things, but when I go and I ask somebody else at a conference, I ask them why, and they, ha- they have no answer, they just look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> So, and we, so I, that's why I want to share that message. And I think it's a really important message. In fact, you shared so much of this on this call already. I really think that this is probably worth listening to more than once just because, we, like we said, maybe it was common knowledge, but I don't think it's common practice. And to go down and really listen to this call and make a list of the things that's jumped out to you 
and to make a list of action items with deadlines of what you're going to get done, what's the next step, who can you go to for support, you know, and, and help make these things happen. Because we all just want to live fulfilling lives, you know, at the end of the day. And it's right. in our best interest right. to help everybody. Because we're, we're in this together on Spaceship Earth. Whatever your faith is or belief, we are on this spaceship, this planet that's traveling through space. And, you know, it's like if we were in a lifeboat crossing the ocean for seven days, we can either work together or we can fight. And, you know, it's the world used to be a big place, but it's really not anymore. And so it's really in our best right. interest to help each other. So for everyone listening to this, I think that there's a lot to unpack on this call and a lot of value to be had as well. Emily, you've just been so giving on this call. I really appreciate it so much. If people want to reach out to you, what are some of the best ways for them to get in touch? Yeah, well, th thank you. You know, I'm really, really thankful thankful for the opportunity that we, we get to chat and and we get to exchange ideas, and we get to share stories. I, I'm available if people want to reach out to me. They can actually email me directly, emily at exceptionalleverage.com. They can visit my website, uh, americandreamcoach.com. And I actually have a gift for your listeners. They can go to exceptionalleverage.com forward slash business report and it it's actually is an ebook, and it shares my personal story, which we shared just a little bit early, early uh, in our call. My personal story, my the struggles that I have come overcome from learning English and as a second language to you know how to get money to go to through college and go through dental school, how to get money to to buy my building and and build multiple practices and to raise my kids and you, you know be a good parent and you know some very very. Uh, practical strategies that everybody can use and apply right into their business. And, and, and I'm really grateful that you say that I sound very practical because that's really who I am. I'm just very practical. Whatever helped me do things faster and easier and be a better service for people, that's what I want to learn. And, um, you know, I always want to learn from, from people younger, older, hey, if you're doing things faster than me, I want to learn. Right, yeah, and yeah. that's that's the part about open-mindedness is because no nobody holds all the secrets, right? All of us have certain things to give. All of us have create created advantages because of things that we learned over the years. And then if we can just share, and everybody will get better, then we we're gonna create just a, a much much better world. And so I welcome any ideas or you know if you listen to the podcast if they want to make comments about it. I would love to um, to be able to answer any questions and uh, to help direct people to more resources. That's awesome. So what was that URL again? It, it cut out a little bit. I just heard the .com slash business report. Exceptionalleverage.com forward slash business report. So exceptionalleverage.com forward slash business report. Yes, yes. And, you know, just go and download that and they can, they're invited to have a conversation with me. I work with different businesses. Uh, I work with a lot of professionals. I work with people who have challenges, you know. It's, you have a family. You have a business. You're trying to grow a business. You're trying to scale a business. You're trying to exit, <laughs> you know, yep. have a transition, have an exit strategy. Because, I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and, and really – what I want to share is I want to share what I have already learned, you know, not just my personal experience, but I have invested a lot of time and money learning from, from business gurus and, and mentors and thought leaders. And you want to fast track your success, you will work with somebody maybe like me, right, who have already learned all of that and can kind of distill the knowledge and give it to you whatever you need. Yeah. So once again, for those that are interested, check out Emily Latran. You can go to her website. You can also look her up on social media. And what was your email? You also had your email as well, right? It was Emily at? Um, it's uh, Emily at ExceptionalLeverage.com. Perfect. Emily, thank you so much for coming today. It's been such an honor and a pleasure. I would love to catch up with you in a few months and see how things are going. Thank you again so much. I know you have a family and following and and customers and clients that you can speak to. So thank you for making time in your very busy schedule for us. Well, thank you very much for inviting me, and I, I wish everybody great success, and may the floss be with them. You've reached the end of our interview. Now first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. 
First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.